Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. And we're back. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Better than ever, right? That's right. That's right. So I'm taking over the mic. Oh, everybody hold on. Stand back. Stand back, everyone. So here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> I love when stuff starts like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put the boys in the hot seat for you a should. minute yeah. because coach Allen got to yell at me a lot yesterday, uh, AKA in a very positive way, in a very positive that's way. That's true. That's wonderful. true. He, he got to, to boss me around a little bit. We did the sacred pine invitational. It was fantastic. Great energy. Great event. Yes. I know we're probably going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute, but before I get these boys off the hot seat. Rhapsody Fitness just celebrated its one-year anniversary. Yeah, we did. Yay! I can't believe it. We made it. Yes. You made it. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, and it's been a while. I can't. I honestly can't believe that it's been in a, a year. Yeah, it's it just crazy. went. It it's just went super, by super, like super quick. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's the deal. I want to brag on y'all for a minute because yep. you won't brag on yourselves. Oh goodness. So, twelve short months later, mm-hmm. Rhapsody Fitness is one of the fastest growing gyms in Charleston. Mm -hmm. True story. But not only is it one of the fastest growing communities in Charleston, y'all have also managed to collect and curate this band of misfits (laughs) (laughs) who are dynamic and entertaining and really coming from all walks of fitness. I mean, we we have everyone in that gym from like your seasoned veterans to people who have never set foot Mm -hmm. in, in a gym before. Right. And so... Now that you've had a minute to, to breathe and maybe kind of take stock uh-huh. on your one, tell me what surprised you the most about your first year. Um, well, I, I love when you say like all walks of life in fitness, because I also equate that to all just walks of life in general, right? We have, yeah. um, a baker and then we have a, uh, a brain surgeon and we have a PT specialist and we have like there's so many different types of people coming together um, for one common goal, which I think is um, really essential with any community. Um, and then everyone embodies those core values that we have at the gym, which are being really humble, being hungry to strive to, to be better and do better in every possible moment, and then just happy people just in general. Um, and the the thing that's most surprised me, I think, is the fact that we were able to cultivate a community like that, and it's thriving. Yeah, for me, it's, you know, fitness is the aftermath, mm-hmm. and, and, and what is really important and special to people, and the reason they come every day, and the reason that we actually wake up every day and want to be there mm-hmm. are the people and the community, and I think that has really defined who we are. It's um, definitely made a mark in the community, and it keeps people, you know, coming back. Yeah, and... I think one of the, you know, as a member and also someone who works with the Rhapsody crew, Mm -hmm. I think what's been so special from, from my perspective is seeing this like following that y'all have generated, Mm. which is something you can't buy. You can't spend marketing dollars and get there. That is something that has to happen organically. And y'all really do have this, this following, this advocacy and these ambassadors around Rhapsody who have just gotten so much out of the experience. And, and so I think what, what's been really cool to see is now you're seeing the reach beyond the four walls. And, and for me too, I think it's, uh, there's this platform of people that are really like, um, raising us up as a team. And then we're able to bring back and meet them with authenticity, right? The, the truest form of authenticity. So I think any success has to be bred out of that, of being authentic. And then, um, then, that's when true success happens for us. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would echo all of what you've been saying because for me, it's been not only a place where I can go and work out and sweat and have that feeling good feelings, but I made tons of friends. And I know that I could call Alan, I could call Mary Beth and Trinity, Stan even, and say, hey, I got a problem I need to talk to you about. Right. And you would be there for me. And yeah. so it just encompasses everything. That's awesome. Yeah, it's That's like awesome. you may have started in the gym, but now there are groups that go out on Saturday night together. There, there are business relationships that mm-hmm, have formed mm-hmm. out of Rhapsody. Right. And that's so cool to me. Right. Cause that's so unexpected. You know, you, you wouldn't think that that would come out of a gym, but that seems really in line with y'all's mission. 
Com- completely. And, and, you know, it has, um, it, it, we're very thankful for the support and mm-hmm. thankful for everyone that's been with us. And, and now with the extension of the radio show and the incredible following that we've already started to build here and the amount of subscribers and the great ratings that we've had, um, it is, is really honoring, humbling, and it just makes us want to work harder. It makes us want to be better at what we do. Um, and you know, like we talked last week, we, we're not fully baked. You know, we we have a lot of plans ahead. Yes. Um, Although there are a lot of baked goods involved. There, really there are. Yeah. There are. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, we're we're not we're not fully there yet, and we know that. And and I hope that we never fully get there because I always always want us to learn and to grow and be better. And you know, we set out on a mission to be the best in the world. Yes. And we will not rest until that happens. So I think what makes me gravitate towards that behavior is you strive to be better makes me want to strive to be better. Yes. So it's just, again, surrounding yourself with those positive influences and positive behaviors. Yeah. Yeah, it's contagious. You know, and everyone around you is giving 112%. Like, you just can't help but... Right buy into it, even if it hurts, yeah. even if you don't want to, you know, and, and a hustle. I have to admit, like, again, we talk about this a lot. CrossFit is not comfortable, right? So there are going to be days when you're not going to be at your best, when you're yeah. not going to be hitting PRs and that's okay because as long as you're giving a hundred percent in that moment, that is all that matters, whatever that hundred percent is, you know? Yeah. And that happened for me yesterday. I literally I took me about an hour to recover from the workout yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the photos. Yes. It was not pretty, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So here's the potentially million dollar question. Drum roll, please. Mm. What's next? What are y'all now that your one has passed? You're talking about world domination. Mm. All well and good. (laughs) What are, what are we tackling in year two? Well, a few things, obviously. <laughs> There's a list. Yeah. Obviously, the radio show was a big part of that, yeah. and, and that has come to fruition and is growing, and we continue to grow that. We're about halfway through our season now, and we've already started talking about the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a, a big initiative that we are going to can you continue to work on and develop our content and bring some real insight to people out in the world. And then I think with, within the four walls of the gym, you know, our membership is growing. It, it grew, honestly, much quicker than we expected, mm-hmm. but it's growing. We are reaching a point to where um, we're going to cap our membership. Right. Um, I know. Yeah. I know, right? That's um, insane. But, <laughs> crazy. you know, we, we set out to do a, a boutique, bespoke, personalized facility. And we know our bandwidth can handle X amount of people. Yeah. And once you grow beyond that, we really feel that we couldn't deliver that bespoke feel and that that private school approach to our gym. Yeah. And so um, that's how we're going to control the quality. So that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. But it, it allows us to the community that we have. And um, we, deal, we do have room to grow in our membership still. Totally. Um, no one panic. No one yeah. panic. No one panic. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But as we get there, you know, it's really about taking the community that we have and really maximizing that Mm -hmm. and bringing programs on board, coaches on board. I mean, we're obviously expanding our staff right now. We are. um, And and we're really picky about that (laughs) because we want to present the best. We want to have the best. (laughs) Because they're all my children. Everybody, everybody. (laughs) I feel like a mama at the gym. You're like a mama head. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like the mama head. Yeah. Yeah. So that has been a big initiative of us because I'm number one, first and foremost, our community is everything. And I know Alan's been uh, working on the Rhapsody Athletic Department. Um, you know, oh, I know mm-hmm. Coach Owen Bernstein moved down here from Boston. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, Owen is a competitive CrossFitter. And one of the things he wanted to really have in our facility and Alan was committed to was developing an environment where people that wanted to compete in the sport of CrossFit are able to do so and have that environment be able to train in. And I know that you're really putting a lot of focus there. We have a couple different athletes we're working with now. And so I think we're going to continue to expand our reach into that sport, Mm -hmm. um, which is ever changing and ever growing and really exciting. And we don't know much about what's happening coming up. We know some, but you know, the sport is definitely in a a phase of change right now, but I think it's super exciting. And um, you know, why not be on the forefront of that and, and, and really, push the envelope there of what's possible. Absolutely. Become an influencer in the space. You know, that's one of the things that'll come out of change is new leaders are going to emerge 
Yeah. And y'all should be one of them. 100%. Absolutely. So what's also really cool about the Rapsi Athletic Department is this week we had a local CrossFit competition, the Sacred Pied Invitational. It was, it was Awesome. Yeah. Matt Dawkins puts on an awesome show up at Sacred Pine, CrossFit Sacred Pine. It was, it was an amazing, it was an amazing event. It really was. And it wasn't just a well-oiled machine of an event, Mm -hmm. but he, he's created such a positive atmosphere. I Mm -hmm. mean, you have people cheering each other on and it's just, it, it was such a great vibe the minute you got there. And so that was, that was delightfully unexpected and right. really special. And the cool thing too, is that the, I had numerous conversations with all of the volunteers, with all of the judges, with all of the people that are part of his community that I, um, I was so thankful to be there because they were so excited to be there too and excited to be a part of the experience, which was great. Um, and also, I was very proud and, and excited for you, Mary Beth. Um, Mary Beth was on Team Rhapsody. <laughs> Team I Rhapsody, was. yeah. And she crushed it. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say I you carried did, the team. No, but, you did great. You did yeah. great. I um, there, so we first got there, and there, um, one of the events, um, they threw a little bit of a curveball in, and they mm-hmm. had to, um, they had to scale a wall. Um, mm-hmm. Every time they did a certain movement, and Mary Beth <laughs> <laughs> had an oh shit moment because I did. I, well, y'all, Mary Beth, how tall are you? I am five two. Five two, and how yeah, tall is that? I think tall. Wall? I don't know. It ca- I, I feel like it came up about to my collarbone. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but yeah. um, you know, I was very aware in that moment of being vertically challenged. Yes. Travel size for convenience. So, um, and, and here's another thing, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. I um, am a pretty calculated human. Mm-hmm. So curveballs is a nice way to frame it. I don't do great with them. I know, but I was so excited for you just because of the fact that you got many curveballs yesterday and you knocked them out of the park every single time. It's the day of growth. It was awesome. awesome. (laughs) But I want to know, how do you scale a wall that you're almost, you know, in height with. How oh, do you do that? well, it's not anyway particularly possible. Anyway possible. <laughs> it's not Literally particularly like, dignified. Right leg up. I was like, uh, just put your leg up. Yeah. So I, I, I did this thing where I got like a little bit of momentum, right? Because you're coming up from a burpee. So you're coming up from the ground uh-huh. and then you Same have this up. 50 pound ball that you've got to get over the wall. So not, you don't just have to get your own ass over the wall. You got to get the <laughs> ball over the wall. <laughs> and so, you know, a couple of our team members have gone before me and they're like, well, here's what you do is you throw the ball and then you let the weight of the ball give you momentum and kind of carry you over the wall. And I'm like, cool. That- <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're like, great but you're also springing yourself over the wall yeah, versus, yeah. That, that sounds like it'll work so I gave it a shot because well you know you're there and the adrenaline's pumping and your heart rate's up mm-hmm. and so the ball's going and I'm like and here we go and y'all it was like this this like I slammed into the wall and then I kind of slowly rolled over I'm like <laughs> It was like and if like one just, night she was down on King Street and just oh, had a really yeah. hard night. And, and, like, I, and I could just feel Coach Allen and Coach Bernstein like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So Mary Beth was on Team Rhapsody in the scale division, and you won. Yes. We Top did. of the podium. Awesome it was awesome. Was it was amazing. So I want to know about something because I heard about it last night. Oh. I was coaching class yesterday, so I came mm-hmm. a little late. Uh-oh. So there was... A barbell complex in the workout yesterday. And Mary Beth (laughs) and Mary Beth and I had on Saturday, we had practiced the complex. It went quite well. And Mm -hmm. Mary Beth went for her first uh, attempt at the complex and it didn't turn out so well. Totally. What was that like? So I get really nervous lifting in front of people. Mm -hmm. I've always been this way. Yeah. Um, and I think if you were to to play armchair psychologist for a minute, I uh-huh. really, do, uh, it's fear of failure. So not only the idea of failing a lift, but then also failing in front of people is like my worst nightmare, right? Uh-huh. And so we go in and we do the warm up set, and I hit the weight I want to hit, and I'm feeling good, and then we get out on the floor, and you, know, you you so so you're surrounded by people, and they're cheering, it's positive, but surrounded by people, and you're feeling all those eyes. And the clock starts and it, you know, it starts running and and you have to like throw the weight on your bar. And then I went to go do the lift 
and I failed it. Mm-hmm. And y'all, my heart rate just went through the roof. Like mm-hmm. my breath got short and I thought, oh my God, I'm not even, I'm, I'm going to mess this up. I'm not even going to get us on the board. Mm-hmm. And all those thoughts start racing. And so my, my teammate, Caitlin, you know, like a boss, she comes in and she nails her lift and I'm like, okay, now I, I can't let them down. Mm-hmm. And that was the real turning point was, you know, I, 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 I guess you kind of have to make a choice in that moment yeah. of like, I'm either going to let this define the day right. or I'm going to make it a pride issue <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite honestly. And it, it did, it became a pride issue. And I'm like, I'm not going to let myself down here and I'm not going to let my team down. Right. And so I got back on the bar and I picked it up and, and I made it, I made the lift. Yeah. So that was, that was probably the biggest win of the day for me was just taking back that moment that you was did. going south. You and know? that's what we talked about right after. I, I mean, I, there were a lot of epiphanies that happened yesterday, but the biggest one that I got from, from you and from Stephanie Rodriguez, who did amazing, um, and to the entire team was that, you know, feelings are, um, a choice. Yes. You have, you have the decision to make on how you're going to feel in a moment because that can take it one way or the other. And if you, if you take that feeling of determination versus the feeling of fear, it's going to give you two different outcomes, right? Yeah. Um, and every time you rose to the occasion and took that feeling of determination and you uh, you nailed it. You crushed it. Totally crushed it. Yeah. Thanks, the, I, I arrived about halfway through the competition yesterday um, after class, and I got there to the end. And you know Stephanie Rodriguez, who is was on the female elite uh, individual. Yeah. You know she came in second for the day, gave an incredible performance throughout Amazing. the day. Amazing. Yeah. But then at the end they have um, the Spirit of the Pine Award, which is basically um, incredible sportsmanship for the day, and she won it. That's yeah. awesome. I love yeah. That. I would, yeah. Well, <laughs> I almost started and, crying. Actually, oh, I, know. I was like, all the feels. Yeah, all the feels. In yeah. the moment, I mean, and and what was so cool is that they actually told the story of why she got it, mm-hmm. and and I think everyone remembered the moment yeah. because it was one of the first events, mm-hmm. right? And it was a sprint event where you run and you do these wall ball shots, and then you're doing handstand walk backs, and 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 it was about an eight minute all out all out effort, sprint. yeah. And Stephanie crushes it, yep. absolutely crushes it. And then instead of walking off the floor, you see her turn around just as fast as she crossed the finish line, yeah. turn around and go back and start in, you know, in their face, cheering on her the competition, other, her competition, wow. the girls and that, that are... just set the tone for the day. It was like, okay, yeah. there's yeah. the standard yeah. and that's how we're going to, that's how we're going to be today. So that was really cool. Yeah. Alan and I on the car ride home, we were like, you know, that was an incredible day, but that moment really defined who we want our gym to be. Our, yeah, one hundred percent of our community. One hundred percent. It was really, Steph. really special. Yeah. yeah. But, not, but I think Rhapsody encompasses that though, because when we take just classes at the gym, yeah. When people start finishing their workouts, the rest of the people that are done are cheering on everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's amazing because I know, you know, for me, if I'm the one of the ones left out there still working on, that helps me. That keeps me going. Oh, you need it. Yeah. 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 So on today's show, (laughs) you know, when you move to a new city, like to a gay person especially, you got to find somebody that's going to cut your hair. And not mess it up. <laughs> not fuck it up. What are you talking about? That is a very hard <laughs> can person to Can we cuss on this too. show? Uh, yeah. I think we can. <laughs> okay, so, good. you know, we started the search when we, when, we, when we moved to Charleston. And Officer Terry Cherry, who is a member of our gym, one of the very first members, mm-hmm. Officer Terry Cherry here, Charleston Police Department. Yeah. She said, you have got to go see this guy named Rusty Ross. And I was like, okay, really? Then I, I found it out. I found him on Instagram. I found, you know, how you book him. Mm-hmm. And I went in for my first appointment and it was, it was quite surprising to me because it was the haircut, just like fitness is for us, was secondary. <laughs> and it sort of became <laughs> this, this person that was completely vulnerable with you and it, which made me vulnerable, we had these amazing conversations and I learned a lot about him. You know, he's a, a photographer, a surfer, a real kind of renaissance man of his time. And um, I think he creates an awesome environment within his business and he takes his business real seriously. Mm-hmm. And I would love to dive into that today with him. So we'll be back with Rusty. Yeah. Wait, awesome. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. 
Rusty Ross. Welcome to Rhapsody Radio. Hello. How you guys doing? <laughs> there it is. It. Oh, yeah. I'm still warming up. That's I good. Know. That's good. Rusty was here for the first segment, so he's been very quiet. So it's his turn now. Yep. Um, Rusty, what what got you to Charleston? What was the what's the journey? Well, first off, I, sh- I should say thanks for having me. Oh, I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm still waking up yeah, uh, this morning, but uh, yeah. Um, so I originally came to Charleston um, just over five years ago, and um, I came down here with a job opportunity to help. Uh, there was a barber stop, barber shop that was already established, and um, they needed some help. So yeah. I came down here and uh, kind of just by like sheer luck and fate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was fresh out of barber school. This was my very first barbering job. So I come in kind of as an apprentice, but also to help. Uh, and my boss at the time, she... She knew my my natural talent, I guess, and uh, so she took me she took me in and took me under her wing, and uh, she taught me some things. And is this the shop that was right? It's right close to where the gym is, right? Yeah, on, on Gale yeah. Street. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Uh, just a couple of blocks from you guys, or, or not even. I think yeah. it's a block. Okay. So, so I'm curious, where did you move from? I moved from Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. okay. Yeah, yep. yeah. Nice. And your family, you grew up in... Um, I grew up in uh, West Virginia. Yeah. Salt Rock, West Virginia. Oh, wow. Wow. Small town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I joke around and tell people that uh, the, 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 the city part, I guess, if you will, of Salt Rock, there is a three-way stop. It's not even a four-way stop. <laughs> oh. that's, that's, that's interesting. That's in the downtown area. Yeah. So. I mean, Rusty, I, I've seen you know people gravitate towards you. I mean, I've even seen your business grow since I've been right. with you. When did you sort of discover that you had this following and what, what, what really made it all start happening? Um, I, you know, I don't know. Um, after a few years of, of working in that shop, you know, people just were like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait on Rusty. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, uh, I think I've always naturally kind of had this ability to communicate with people and make people feel comfortable. And, uh, I don't really know where that comes from. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather was a small business owner and, and uh, I think it came to him naturally, and maybe it's, you know, some Ashley Childers in me. Yeah, you talked mm-hmm. to me a lot about you know, your family and your parenting and, right. and how your parents really brought you up. And right. I think you've learned a lot from them on that and just yeah. setting example. I know when, um, you know, when I come to you, it's, it's an experience. And, and, yeah, I'm getting my hair cut, but there's just so much more to that. We talk about everything. We talk about, you <laughs> well, know. Well, I remember the first time that you went to him, and then you came home, and you were like, You've got to go see this guy. He's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, "What? Where is he?" And he's like, "He's actually in this like house on the." I was like, "Oh hell no!" I was like, "He's in a house." <laughs> I was like, oh, house. "What do you mean?" And and then I was like, "Okay, fine." And then I went to your your website and I saw uh, he's a very uh, Rusty's a very handsome gentleman, and uh, that sold me first. I was like, "Okay, he's <laughs> handsome." Okay, so maybe I'll get to go hang out with a hot guy. And then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just being honest. Let's yeah. be honest. You know, hey, li- listen, it goes a long way. And then, uh, and so I walked in, and then it's the exact same experience that Trinity is talking about. Is that there was this like moment where I felt incredibly comfortable and supported, and then we just started to like dive in deep. And I was like, oh, we're going. Oh, we're we're. It's not. This is no shallow water. We're going right in. And I was like, I'm the type of person that loves that. You know, so so when you meet new people, or you have new people in your chair. Do you like ask certain questions? Are you looking for certain type of customers or clientele, or you just kind of want to know their story? Not at all. And as I as I continue to grow, I feel like um, certain customers that come in now are are certain kind of people. Right. If that makes sense, right. people kind of understand that it's like, you know, he is cutting out of this house. Uh, it's like this whole thing. He's in this house by the bridge, and like. It's this low key thing, and if it's kind of like if you know, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And right. that attracts certain people, and um, yeah, I'm so thankful for just uh, the clientele that I have because I would say that the majority of my guys are just so cool, and I don't know, it's I just feel like I'm hanging out every day. And mm-hmm. so, do you just focus on? Men and their haircuts, or do you do women and coloring? And like, yeah. Are you trying to get an appointment right now? Do you have uh, space uh, next week? 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I basically just do uh, like men's okay. hairstyles. Yeah. yeah, does that? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, we're shit out of luck. Now. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Yeah, yeah. I should say shorter hairstyles. That's that's what I specialize in. Yeah. Okay. You know, men or women, it doesn't matter. So, Rusty, in West Virginia, you went to Marshall. Yes, sir. Yeah. What did you study? I studied a bachelor. I got a bachelor of fine arts with a concentration in photography. Wow. Where I, I thought I was going to go to, um, well, I thought I was going to get my MFA too, but I put that on hold once I got into cutting hair. Really? Yeah. Nice. So I see you have a lot of art on your arm. Uh-huh. I love men with art on their <laughs> arm. <laughs> but no. Stop giving no, him I that know, look, I know, Jen. I'm sorry. For Christ's no, sake, no. he's mine. Okay. Yay, yay, yay. No. <laughs> In all seriousness, no. I, I really love um, asking people this question because I'm I'm very into artwork because I have some of my own. But I, I would love to hear a story about some of yours. Um, so my very first tattoo, my brother actually bought for me, paid for, and I was a senior in high school, and it took up pretty much the 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 whole portion of my bicep. My mom about had a heart attack. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> She, yeah, she scolded me and my brother. She said she spent all those years putting baby magic on our skin. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, we went and just put tattoos all over them. So. Yeah, I can understand. I got Wait, the same how old lecture. were you when you did that? Right. I was 18. That was the rule okay. in the house. It was like, if yeah. you're going to get a tattoo, do it when you can. And, and in West yeah. Virginia, um, you have to be 18. I, I'm sure most states are like that. Yeah, yeah. I was 18 when I got my first uh-huh. one. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too, actually. I didn't so know you last, had one. Yeah. Okay. So oh. funny Uh-oh. story. Uh, <laughs> it was on my 18th birthday. I went to Baltimore, Maryland by myself because I wanted to go to the car show that was there. And so I was like, you know what? Who it's my birthday. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm many, I can't I'm imagine a, you at a car I'm show. I'm a renaissance okay. man. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I went to Baltimore, Maryland, and I went to the car show. And, you know, I was like, there was this tattoo parlor, like, right across the street. I was like, you know what? Let's go into this tattoo parlor. And, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, in, I'm a very intense guy. I can do this. I can get a tattoo. Oh, God. Okay, so I w- walked in. Of course, there was, like, this big, burly, big guy who has this, like, huge beard. And I was like, hey, I'm, like, I'm wanting to get a tattoo. And... Of course, he pulls out all the like the the, books. Sheets, the, the book books. that you yeah. can like look at. Yeah. And of course, I went with I'm like an Aries, so I was like, I'll do the ram on my ankle. So you had no idea going into this what you wanted. You just wanted a no, tattoo. No, I was just like, hey, okay. fuck it. I'm okay. like in Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm gonna do a tattoo <laughs> on my ankle. Yeah, was too, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, so I sat down in the chair, and uh, he was like, "Okay, you ready?" And, I, and it's and it's like literally was gonna take maybe a minute to do. So <laughs> the first. 15 seconds, uh, I saw I saw my life flash before my eyes, and then <laughs> everything, you saw you see that tunnel starting to really close down, and then I went, I passed out, uh, and then I came to, and I was in his arms. What? Like, I had slid out of the chair Trinity. in his okay, arms, so. <laughs> he was like, Yo, dude, you all right, man? You all right? And I was like, what just happened? And, he, and of course, he had to finish it because it was still, and yeah. So how long? Be- this tattoo <laughs> is an inch wide. <laughs> yeah, y'all want to see it here. This is like, this is it. I'm, this you've is got it. to be kidding me. Yeah, that is it, it. it took like 45 seconds, and it was the worst fucking pain I've ever. Sorry, I've been cussing a lot on this He's show. A baby. I'm really sorry, everybody. This is literally, we had to go get a cholesterol test because we are doing like a checkup with our doctor. <laughs> And we had to go give blood at like the place so they could do that. And no, I had a very bad experience. And he passed out. What? He <laughs> like passed out. Multiple blacked times. out. They had to blacked get the up. stuff to wake him up. They had to get. He salts. started crying. I did. I had a moment. I don't know because yeah. I felt okay. So that that whole experience was bad because I felt like my my body paralyzed. Like I woke up, but I couldn't move my body. Didn't know what happened. I don't even know what to say. I don't. I I'm bad with blood. I mean, with I. I can't judge. I, they use the butterfly needles on me. Oh um, yeah, absolute baby. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah very I just soft. Can't. But yeah, <laughs> um, I commend you for all the beautiful tattoos that are on your body. Um, I won't ever get one again, but I appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jen, again, yeah. stop looking at them like that. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> what I, I would love to talk about that that you know you and I have talked about quite a bit is about vulnerability, and and 
in, in life, allowing yourself to be vulnerable with people, mm-hmm. and because I think you learn a lot when 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 you are you know when you're completely open with someone, I think it puts them at ease as well, and you're more likely to have people be vulnerable with you, and you can learn a lot and have some really amazing shared experiences. And I, I think agree. that's but it's so scary to do. It is. It's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But you know, also at the end of the day, if you surround yourself with great people, why not be vulnerable? Sure. You know, if, if you look around at you and you're like, man, I don't want to be vulnerable with these people that I'm around. Are you around the right kind of people? Yeah. 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 I'd agree with that. So Rusty, does that come naturally to you? Just being vulnerable? Yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I feel vulnerable right now. And it's kind of scary. <laughs> this, is my it's first, okay. this is my first podcast. So I mean, I'm you're kinda, doing an amazing job. You are. I yes. appreciate it. Um, no, I think that kind of to piggyback off of what Trinity was talking about uh, just a second ago is like, yes, there is situations where you're around people and the energy's off. And then, you know, I can, I'm, I feel like after, I don't know, five, six years of cutting hair, like I'm such a good, well, I wouldn't say such a good cause I'm, I've been wrong before, but I'm a pretty good judge of character. And, and you can tell right away if someone has good energy mm-hmm. or if they have bad energy and when it's good, you know, it just it just flows. It does. It does. He gets the music going. He's got like, the best playlists in the world. <laughs> What's some of your favorite? Oh man, musicians out there right now. Right now, I am uh, I'm listening to Tyler Childers a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, and my buddies from West Virginia actually um, opened up for him. A band called Ona. That's so awesome. Been, That's awesome. You know, I gotta give them a shout out too. Of course, of course. This is always hard when people put me on the spot. <laughs> I know that playlist yeah. is kicking though. Oh man, so much music. I love music. I always find I, I'm gonna just piggyback off of what you were just saying about you know the good energy and the bad energy because I because I mean being in a gym and being in a business you know people come in to the gym as well um, and I have found that. Sometimes there are people that come in with the defenses up, with the armor up, right? Um, I actually have learned over time that I'm actually able to use that as like a challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna challenge try. I'm, try- I'm gonna try to. I'm trying to. I'm gonna try to get in. I'm gonna try to find the kink so I can yeah. then get into their armor and and yep. let it shed. Like, what is what sort of something that you do in that moment? Because you're you're like. Real close to them. I'm not like actually touching them. You're like, yeah, yeah. I think that that alone will break people down too. Like, yeah, when you're up close and personal with somebody, and you know you're touching them constantly, touching their hair and stuff. Like, yeah, at some point, you know, there's got to be like breaking the ice, right? But uh, I I really just take it slow with people. Um, Sometimes I can, you know, like I was saying, like I can vibe that off people, right? And uh, you know, I had I had a instance here recently, right before I went on vacation, where a guy came in first time coming in, and uh, I could tell he was really nervous about his haircut. Um, I think he, you know, is kind of nervous about just the whole thing. Maybe mm-hmm. not really like a people person, mm-hmm. and uh, and I gathered that pretty quickly, and just took it slow with him, and um, I don't know. I think understanding that goes a long way like even when communicating with people i think uh and, and some people don't even want to talk at times mm-hmm. you know and i and i feel that too like right i've heard he falls asleep in the chair trinity falls asleep in the I chair <laughs> well i mean that does, sometimes when you're getting your hair done it feels yeah. so good it's so asleep. chill in there i'm like yeah. i could like give me a blanket and i'm out <laughs> I, th- I think i told trinity recently like i take that as the biggest compliment because yeah when someone's that comfortable to where they're like you know what I might just pass out. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then they do pass out. Yeah. You know, kind of have to give him a little smack on the back of the head. Every yeah. Yeah. Look alive. Yeah. Look alive. So I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does. I mean, I, I think that, you know, vulnerability and figuring people out is a very special thing. And I think that, you know, as a business owner, um, you know, yes, you have this service that, you know, you, you, you're, you're a barber and you're providing this service. But it's so much more than that. And that's what we talk a lot about here on the show is that, you know, the business is not necessarily, you know, what's on your sign outside. Yeah. yeah. The business is a whole lot more of what makes that up. Because if not, you're just like everything else out there in the world. So it's really about finding something that, that it's your own and just living by that. Another thing that I really I love in our discussions is, you know, you, you take time for yourself. 
you know, you are busy. He's a, you know, you, you if you want an appointment, you better book in advance. Yeah. You know. At least two weeks. It, and. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just speaking, uh, that's yeah. what happened last yeah. week. Otherwise you don't get in. <laughs> I'm seeing him this week. And that's yeah, why so. Alan's wearing a hat. You know, that's why, yeah, it's weeks, very, it's yeah. very, I'm very shaggy right now. You're yeah. there morning tonight, but you definitely take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. You surf. Surf. Photography. Yeah. Photography. Um, do a little bit of fly fishing. Yeah. I, I just, I just think it's so super important for you just to take time for yourself. You know, you're, you're in a business and just being able to find those things that you can put your energy towards because it's a reset. Well, and so when the guys were introducing you and telling us a little bit about their experience with you and we were talking about this podcast, and I don't know whether it's the time of year, the season, or just that at this phase in, in my business and working with my clients, like we're, we're di- diving into this more. I feel like I'm having a lot of conversations with fellow business owners about burnout, stamina, like they're just, they're, you know, things are getting under their skin that shouldn't and just feeling frayed mm-hmm. around the edges. Right? right. And it all kind of comes back to this. I'm hustling so hard and I feel like I'm pouring everything into this business and anything left over, I'm trying to, you know, put into my family or relationships and, and keep my head above water. And there's, there's this constant conversation around quote unquote balance, which is a really big buzzword right now. I don't think it's that. I think it's about giving yourself permission to do more outside of your business or take your time back. And so mm-hmm. one, of, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, were you just always wired this way to just appreciate that like, Hey, I've got to, I've got to have more in the hopper than I'm doing and enjoying. Or was it a muscle that you developed over time? No, I mean, I, I come from a background where my dad's blue collar Mm. and, uh, I mean, he had my brother and I, you know, out, out working with him and stuff as kids and they're, there really was no breaks, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We kind of joke about how hard, <laughs> you know, the Rosses work. But um, uh, the barbershop that I mentioned um, when we first started, I come in as an apprentice, and then I start working as a registered barber. And um, before you know it, I'm opening and closing the doors every night to that shop, and I kind of take on this, like, unofficial manager role. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it was good. My, I mean, I was during that time. Uh, it started to just get under my skin, though, and uh, I felt like a lot of pressure, and I felt like I was mm-hmm. kind of ball and chain to the business. So, um, for me, I think it's important to take that time for yourself because people need rest, and with rest comes uh, just being sharp, sharper at your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sharper and no pun intended. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, being sharper in conversations, and you're just more, and and even just um, you know relationships, friendships, things like that. You know, you just you're more present, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Pre- that's so, a good word. Is presence? It's like because that's taking. I just taking the moments, right? Uh-huh. The moments is our are all we have, right? right. Like they're just and they're gone, right? right. Like, so I kind of struggle with a little bit. So I have I have two kids, mm-hmm. I have two dogs. Um, I have a partner. I have a house to mm-hmm. take care of. I have a corporate job. I have my own business. So right now it's summer. My kids are off from school, and I've been struggling a lot with where do I make the time? How can I ha- how can I make this time intentional and for me without without making it feel like I'm being selfish? Right. right? It's so the guilt. it's the guilt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I guess my question would be, A, how do you schedule that intentional time, and do you have any guilt around that, and, and what does that look like for you? You know, that question's hard for me because I don't have kids, and, and like, in your situation, like, kids can't really understand, hey, leave me alone for a second. I need some space. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. That's what my son said to me the other day. He's like, you're always working. You never have any time for us. And that immediately oh. put the guilt right through my heart. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Well, I'm not a parent, but I think that, you know, I, I hope to be a parent one day. And uh, I think that the best thing a parent can, can do for their kids is give them their time and figure it out. But, you know, you also need, a parent also needs their time as well. Right. Um, but, uh, 
What was that second question? You <laughs> what was that second um, question? So how how do how do you schedule your time? Like how do I schedule yeah. my time? And and you asked, do, do I feel guilty? guilty about it? Yes, absolutely, I do. Um, I just went on vacation two weeks ago, and you know, where did you go? Really not far. I actually went back up to to North Carolina. That's okay. It was, it was like, a vacation. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fishing and surfing yeah, and awesome. things that we were talking about. Um, but yeah, after a few days, you kind of start to feel like you need to get back to your business and you need to get back to, you know, that hustle and bustle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having agita right now because we're going on vacation in a week. <laughs> we're going and on I'm our... like, the, the gym's going to burn down to the ground. It will implode. We'll um, behave. No, I, well, yeah. I don't want you to behave. So, um, yeah. so I just went on a vacation. It was yeah. a three, four day vacation. <laughs> and we went to Sedona, Arizona. And it was, if you ever want to go to someplace... That is a place to go. Mary Bethel second me here. Yes. It was a magical place. It was just, I can't even describe it. But anyway, so I'm gone for four or five days. I come home and I got back like earlier last week. And I am so, um, I'll just use the word overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, okay, now I have to catch up on corporate business, my own personal business, my personal life. And like, it's almost like you need a vacation from your vacation. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, we've talked about before, we want to live a life where we don't need to take a vacation. Right. But, yeah. But you know what I think, and I, and I see this in you too, Rusty, is that like surfing, for instance, it's non-negotiable for you. Like <laughs> you're going to go surf. Yeah. Like you make that time mm-hmm. and you hold that time a bit sacred. So it's like, yes, you have this business and you're going. But what I find really interesting is like, I asked you, hey, you go surfing? Yeah, I've been out there. You know, you, you have to make that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't view myself as like Rusty, Rusty the barber. Yeah. You know, Rusty's a lot of things. And, uh, I think not to sound corny, but surfing is one of those things that kind of makes me feel, I guess, whole at the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a much better person when I have that time and have that surf or, you know, or go out, uh, I don't know, go for a run or do something right. like that. Like yeah. you know, society wants you to glorify being busy. Oh, I mean, every, you know, we especially talk about this a lot. coming yeah. from, from New York City, it's like that is it is such a rat race. That's what it's all about. But what I've loved about our move to Charleston is just really resetting. Um, even with our relationship, we, we've really taken time for each other that before we used to not because mm-hmm. it was just like, what's next? What's next? Well, and doesn't it make you better? I it mean, and, and here's what here's what I, I always come back to is that it's so hard to take the time. But then when you do, I mean, and, and Jen, you, you mentioned my trip to Sedona, which was back in March. <laughs> I need to go somewhere <laughs> soon. So yeah. it, it was. It was too long ago. Um, and much the same. I felt so guilty about taking the time. There was so much stress leading up to it. We just moved into a new house and I left Steve, my boyfriend, with packed boxes and our dogs and then got <laughs> on a plane the next day. That's a, that's a true story. But even just taking those three days, being with my girlfriends, un- unplugging, I had these epiphanies about my business because mm-hmm. I just had space. I had mm-hmm. space to do that. I was well rested, just started to relax. So what I'd, I'd love to talk a little bit more about is how do you feel like taking back that time to do things outside of the business make you better at your business? Hmm. How do they make you better at your business yeah. that time? It's just kind of like what you were saying. Like, I mean, when you take the time, there is a moment of clarity and uh, you, you gain perspective off of, you know, just, just time away. You know, when you're so close to the project, it's like, oh, man, like I'm busy. I'm, I'm getting ready to lose my mind because... You know, I got this piling up, this piling up, and you're all in it. And then once you take a break and you step back and you get away from the project, you're like, wow. Like, it's like light bulb clicks on. It's like a 30,000 foot view. It's like we always talk about Alan. Alan works so much in the four walls of our business. And it's it's important to step back and like, oh, let's let's look at the whole picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We get so like 
tunnel visioned when yeah. we get inside there. And that's what I think. I mean, look, well, we're, I, going, we're going to see Mickey Mouse in a week, yeah. and I'm going to be A-okay with it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, I also look at it too, you know, I always like the, I, this is going to sound a little morbid, but like the, the deathbed analogy. Like no one on their deathbed was like, man, I wish I worked more. No, no, no. They wish they went surfing more. They right. wish that, you know, or hopefully there weren't any wishes that they were like, man, I accomplished everything that I wanted to accomplish and I lived life to its fullest. Yeah. I think that's what I'm always constantly trying to go for. Um, and when, in, when I do hit that sort of, um, that precipice or that ledge, I'm always like, man, I, I need to be able to enjoy every moment because the moments keep going by. And yeah. we only have a we only have a, a finite amount of those before you know, and so I just I keep I've been in the last couple months have been really focusing on just like having these moments where I'm able to to have an experience like this like we're all sitting here right now having a moment having these amazing conversations and I I want like this is what life is really about yeah, yeah. Right. you well, know and, and Rusty you said this. Uh, talking about perspective and, and I think part of it is seeing that 50,000 foot view and, and actually getting to, to see what you're, what you're trying to accomplish through that lens. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's being reminded that it's of no eternal consequence. Like we're not in the business of saving babies. And so mm-hmm. I think as, as it's a, true. you know, as a business owner, it becomes, you, you feel that pressure and you feel that weight and it's all so important. Yes. And then you step away from a, for a couple of days and it's all right. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. You know, the whole thing doesn't implode. Yeah. I know y'all's standard is burning the place down, which I really <laughs> try not to do. Um, I, think there's, I think it's a different, <laughs> I say something slightly different. It's a little bit more <laughs> intense. Yeah. Yes. Uh, PG-13. Right, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so, Rusty, we always ask everyone this on the podcast. It's the question. We say, if they only knew, what do you wish people knew about you? Hmm. What do I wish people knew about me? Um, uh, that's a good question. Um, I just think that people that, you know, maybe, maybe not know me, they think that, um, sometimes I can kind of come off as, you know, straight face, like straight shooter. This uh-huh. guy's like no bullshit kind of look to him. And, uh, that's not me at all. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I am some of those things, but, uh, I feel like I'm like just, you know, got a really pretty gentle heart, and um, I may have a resting bitch face at times. But uh, <laughs> don't you worry, know. I have one of those too. It's all good. But, but uh, you know, I'm I'm a nice. I would say I'm a I'm a good person. You know, mm-hmm. I hope. I agree. I agree and Rusty, I think this is exactly what this podcast is about. Yep. You know, we always talk about surrounding yourself with amazing people, and I know I'm I'm a better person because you're in my life. One hundred percent. And. Thank you. Uh, I think this is exactly what it's about. 100%. I would agree. Yeah. I do think you might want to think about doing ladies' hair. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just it, it is it. a thought. It is a thought. So, Rusty, where can, we, uh, where can people find you? Where, uh, where can they go and get a haircut from you? Um, so you can find me um, right off of Rutledge Avenue. Mm-hmm. It's on Montford Avenue. Um, an Instagram at uh, Rusty Cutback. Rusty Cutback and, on Instagram. And I have a uh, website that's still getting worked on. It's just rustyross.co. Yep. Co. Okay. And uh, yeah, and if you want to send me an email, it's rusty at rustyross.co. Okay. Consistent. Just rolls right off yeah. the tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I like that. And just don't take my appointments, guys. Just don't take my appointments. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, fill his you. calendar for sure, but just don't take my appointment. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Selfish. Yeah, yeah completely. Rusty, awesome to have you on the show. Thanks, oh thanks for having me. It's, it's been you. awesome. Thank you. All right. We'll be back soon. How cool is he? Yeah. He's oh, amazing. Yeah. The tattoos. I just can't Jen, have you tattoos. calmed down some? <laughs> yes, thanks to Alan. Keith is going to get so pissed. I know. And it's all your it's, fault. It's okay. I was, I was totally... Uh, Instigating. Instigating, there and you go. Encouraging. <laughs> he needs to start doing women's hair. He does. Yeah. He does. Seriously. Yeah. I need that in my life. He's awesome. booked how it is right now. Yeah, you I'm can't like, get in yeah. there. Oh. <laughs>
Or, again, what me. did I say? Do not take my schedule. Or mm-hmm. do not. Well, your hair takes like what? Two minutes? No. At least no. an hour. <laughs> an hour? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. have to yeah. have quality time with Rusty. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's yeah. A definitely an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's it. That's my biggest takeaway today is just, you know, find time. You mm-hmm. know, we all get busy. All of our friends are busy. But just find time for yourself. Recharge, replenish, refresh. Yes. Shut your phones off. Shut your phones off. It's, yeah. it's super important. And You'll also, be better for it. And also You'll being just be better for it. vulnerable with people. Right? Yes. yes. I think that's the true takeaway that I got from the conversation with them is that that, that that means a lot to people when you're able to just connect on that level because people are always searching for that. You know, that's, 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 what, I, that's what I took away. And I think it's also really true that just to be honest with people. Yeah. Yes, I mean, be absolutely. straightforward. Be authentic. Because you set that stage, right? So if you're open and you're honest and you're vulnerable, you'll get it back. Mm-hmm. I agree. Agreed. Or at least you'll know who you're dealing with. Right. And you're yeah. having honest conversations, which in turn, it's like, that's the, that's integrity. It is integrity. Right. And, but I also think that when you're vulnerable, it makes the other person feel comfortable when you're being honest with them. It just makes people feel comfortable enough to react in the same manner. Yeah. Uh, agreed. hundred percent. We're going to try something a little fun for the next episode. We are. Yeah. I'm excited. We're going to do an ask us anything, ask me anything episode. Hmm. So, <laughs> Mary Beth's already be starting a- to sweat. <laughs> we just talked about yeah, my heart. Yeah, yeah. Her, her yeah. color just went from red to bright red. Yes. <laughs> so you know our Instagram channel, Rhapsody Radio Show. We have our own Facebook, and yep. also our email, info at rhapsodyradio.com. Send Please, in your questions. Yeah. We want to engage. Yeah, make you good. Can, what do you want to know about each and every one of us? Yes. Our deepest, darkest secrets. Oh, no. Lord. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everybody's like, I didn't sign up for I that. I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> and, and nothing's off the table. So anything you would what? like to know about us? <laughs> Poor Mary Beth. We're going to dive into. Yeah, it's not, everything's, yeah. And you again, thank you for mm-hmm. all your support out there. Our, our community here continues to grow. Um, please uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Reach yeah. out to us on the email. Please do. Absolutely. On yes. the email? On the email. On the interwebs. <laughs> awesome. We'll see you next time here on Rhapsody Radio. Can't wait. Bye. Bye.